Hello there, everybody. Welcome to Hear Me Holler. I'm your host, River, and today we will be talking about something that's a little bit different than things that I normally would talk about. Um, Today I'm going to be talking about something that I avoided talking about for a very long time. And something that, um, is very hard to talk about because it was such a bad time in my life. Um, today we are, I am going to be speaking about my experience, um, being a part of, uh, the band Road Trips fan base. Um, I was going to talk about my experience a lot earlier, um, around 10 months ago, when um, they came out, uh, they being mainly um, Brooklyn, I'll get into everybody who's in the band, but mainly Brooklyn, Sony, Rye, and Mikey came together and made a video. Um, So, if you want to watch that video uh, before listening to my experience on the other end, um, you can do that. Um, Their video, the main video, uh, is up on a... YouTube channel called Four Eyes and the Skyscraper, um, and the video is called The Real Reason Road Trip Ended. Um, yeah, you can watch that. There's also another video, uh, titled Road Trip and Cancel Culture. Um, you can watch those if you would like. Um, I... I guess I tried I'm I'm gonna explain something that like so you kind of understand why this is really hard for me um <clears throat> I already recorded this once before and I said in the beginning of that one that this is something that I never thought that I would talk about I thought that I would leave behind me um and recently things around this time period um, had come up in uh, my therapy. Um, and I wanted to avoid talking about this in therapy because I wanted the first time to ever talk to it to myself be recorded. And that's what I did. I recorded my entire first thing um, with myself just sitting there and talking with the raw emotions of what I wanted to say about the entire thing. And I was going to, the day that I am recording this episode, um, I'm re-recording it um, because I listened back to that and I was going to post it today. The day that I'm recording it, recording this, but that is not how I want my experience to be put out onto the internet. It very much was my mind. It was basically me having a panic attack the entire time while having a trauma response. Um, because this entire time was a very traumatic time for me in general outside of what I'm going to talk about. But also in this entire thing that I'm going to talk about. Um, and from that recording that I made, I got the points that I wanted. The points that I wanted to make... Um, And I basically brain-dumped everything into that recording. 
So in my brain, after re-listening to that, I realized who I blame for a lot of things and who I blamed and realizing they aren't at fault because I'm sure that they couldn't have said anything. So... It's very, this is going to be very hard for me, even though I have it laid out, to talk about. Um, because, like I said, this was a very traumatic time. Um, at this point, I was in a very, very deep point in my life. And I'm probably going to say that a lot, that I was in a really dark time. Um, but just going to talk about it. The main reason why I decided that now is the time, um, like I said earlier this year, uh, actually it was December of 2020, um, is when the, uh, video that I referenced, uh, called The Real Reason Road Trip Ended. Uh, it was published in December of 2020, um, and I was in January going to make a podcast episode about this explaining my uh experience uh on my end of things um i wanted to talk about everything um that i experienced but i didn't because i wasn't ready um and i feel like something that's very important to point out is don't speak about something just because it is what is popular at that moment. Speak about it when you're ready to. Um, and I'm ready now. Um, the entire subject came up um, a couple days ago while talking to a friend of mine about uh, what's going on with the astro world and Travis Scott situation. And we were talking about it. We were talking about the entire situation and it came to, um, the discussion of whether he is responsible for what, for what happened. Um, or if he wasn't and, his responsibilities as an artist at a concert. Um, very much so. It came down to the agreement that as an artist, uh, at your concert, you have a responsibility to protect and keep the audience safe. Um, and he obviously didn't do that. But... I compared it, I then said, he has a history of this, and I'm going to make an entire different episode about Astroworld and stuff like that, but um, I said, it is very obvious from this happening in the past, too, he has a history of this happening at his concerts, um, that it is very obvious that he doesn't care about the people, but rather just the money. Um, and then I compared it to another individual who I feel is exactly like that, that we both know uh, and agree on that this person isn't a good person. Um, and that led me to stopping myself from talking further and starting recording my entire thought process and everything and that's where we're at so i'm gonna start off with who road trip is and basic history of them um i'm gonna do a very very basic explanation um So, Road Trip, they're also referred to as Road Trip TV, um, were an English 
Irish boy band um, in England, uh, and they were formed in 2015. Um, Over the years, uh, the band uh, consisted of Andy Fowler, uh, Ryan Beaumont, Brooklyn Wyatt, uh, Sony Robertson, Harper Dark, Mikey Cobain, and Jack Duff. I'm sorry if I said any of their last names wrong. Um, it started off just as Andy, then Brooke, not Brooke, Rye, um, and then it b- built from there. Um, I'm going to point out that I was no longer part of the fan base, no longer part of the fandom, no longer really following them at the point in which Sony and Harper were in the band. So I'm going to be focusing on the time in which I knew them. Um, And as the band as I knew was Andy, Rye, Brooke, Mikey, and Jack. I keep nearly calling Mikey Mike. Um, I, this is really hard. Um, they were managed, uh, by a a person named Blair Dreeland. Uh, he owns, uh, Alpha Dog Management. Um, to my knowledge, he owns it. Um, and, uh, Mikey and Jack, uh, left the band in May and December of 2019. Um, and the band officially split up um, in May of 2020. Um, to my knowledge, every single person is still pursuing a music career. I am only aware of Rye, uh, Mikey, and Brooke. I don't follow Andy or Jack, so I'm not very aware, um, but, yeah, um, I'm, this, I'm sorry, this is really hard for me, I really, it's hard for me to relive all of this over and over and over again, and I'm putting it on myself, um, before I continue, I forgot to say this before I continue anything that I say um, is my experience and my experience only. I don't want to say that this is everybody's experience because it certainly isn't. But I just want people to be aware that this is my experience. No one else's. Um, I'm sure other people experienced exactly what I went through. But this is my account only. I also want to say. And I'm going to try to say this without crying. Rye. If you guys are watching this. Rye, Brooke, um, Mikey, Jack. I I want you to be very aware that none of this was your fault. Um, I cannot say whether or not you were made aware of of a situation uh, that others I know 100% to be made aware of. Um, this, what happened was out of your control. And I say that because there's nothing that you could have said or done to make anything different. And that is that. Um, I still follow Mikey. uh, And I messaged Mikey before posting this. Um, Before recording this. um, As of now, I haven't gotten a response back. So... I'm going to post this either way uh, if he doesn't respond. 
Um, but yeah. I guess I'm going to start off with how I got into road trip, how I found out about road trip. Um, I had a band, uh, had a band. I had a fan account, um, called love to see Zach smile. And it was a, why don't we fan account? Now, anybody who was very active with the, why don't we and roadie road trip thing, uh, back in like 2015 2016 um there was a feud going on between them i was not involved in it i refused to i thought it was petty however as a why don't we fan account um i never posted about the situation i never said anything about it at all but love to see zach smile at this point had probably six seven thousand followers um and that meant when you searched up anything that have to do with why don't we fan accounts mine was one of the ones that popped up And that's very unfortunate because I ended up receiving a lot of hate, um, leaving me to leave my love to see Zach smile fan account behind. And I did end up coming back after everything settled down. Um, and as I was going through all of my DMs, I found one, uh, I found a DM from a girl who was a why don't we account but also had a road trip account and she asked me i'm gonna call this individual b b asked me if i wanted to It originally was the conversation of, oh, do you like Road Trip? No? Do you even know who they are? And that kind of conversation. And then it led to, okay, would you like to know a little bit about them? Would you like to join a group chat in which you can kind of see the other side of people who were attacking you and sending you hate for just liking a band? Um, and it was like, you know what? <laughs> sure. And I guess that should have been the first red flag. This individual knew nothing about me and just added me to a group chat. Um, but I think it's important to remember how old I was at that time. Um, I am 20 now. Uh, I was 15 in 2016. Um... And I believe I I don't remember the years. I don't remember any of this really, which is really sad. Um I believe I'm just not gonna say years because I don't remember. Um I was fifteen in twenty sixteen and sixteen in twenty seventeen. Um, so it was around that time. I was very naive about people and their intentions towards me. Um, I am now fully aware of what their intentions were. Um, and after two or three weeks of being in that group chat, there was me, uh, and three, four other people. Uh, I'm going to call them A, B, C, and D. Uh, because that's easiest to remember. Um, I was mainly communicating in that group chat with B and C. I'm just going to call them B and Z because not going to lie. Uh, actually, it would be easier to call them A and B, but I'm just going to call them B and Z. Um, 
B was a Brooklyn girl. And C was an Andy girl. Uh, A was a Jack girl. And D, I believe, was also a Brooklyn girl. Um, after two, three, four weeks of communicating in this group chat and them basically showing me everything about Road Trip, um, I made a decision to, at this point, my love to see Zach's smile account, I barely ever posted on it. I was like, I'm done with this. Like, because at this point I was like posting stuff, but why don't we wasn't really active anymore so there wasn't really any new content to post about because i was mainly like an updates account um i decided to make a road trip fan account and this road trip fan account um was called rise sunshine and after i made that account i mistakenly uh, decided to promote it on Love to See Zach Smile. And in return, I started getting hate from Why Don't We Fans? Because why would you go to... I, I guess in their minds they would say, why did you go to a side that attacked the band that you literally have a fan account for? Um, you know what? I don't know either. I don't know. I, I, it beats me. Um, and at that point, that's when I left Love to See Zach Smile behind. I stopped posting on it. I went private. I stopped looking at the DMs. Um, and I started messaging on the group chat from Rise Sunshine. That became my primary communication with anybody. Um, So that's basically how I got into Road Trip and how the beginning of this entire thing happened. I'm going to talk about next someone who I believe it was, who I know was fully aware of the situation, not believe, I know he was fully aware of the situation because I had communication with him. I had messaged him, emailed him, and everything about what was happening. Um, but this is the individual in which I said cares more. And individuals from Road Trip back this up. Cares more about money and brands rather than the people and their health. And that individual was Road Trip's manager Blair Dreeland. Um, just to give you an overview of who Blair is. Um, Blair managed uh, a lot of people. Not a lot. Not a lot, let's be honest. Um, <clears throat> to my understanding, he no longer manages these individuals that I'm about to say. Um, and then he manages, I believe, three people, uh, afterwards that I'm going to say. Um, to my understanding, he no longer manages overload generation. Overload isn't a thing anymore. Um, road trip, road trip isn't a thing anymore. Zach Clayton, um, Lauren Gray, Bars and Melody, and the Pow Pow Girls. Um, these were all under Alpha Dog Management. Um, to my knowledge, he currently manages, uh, Harvey, uh, Harper Dark, and Travis Garland. Um, I don't know if he manages Andy Fowler anymore. To my knowledge, it doesn't seem like he does. Um... But I don't know. I can't really 
give an observation on that. Um, a lot of people say that I have a very strong intuition about people. Um, and I can tell somebody who is bad news uh, just by... being just by looking at them really and i can tell you confidently the first time i saw blair through a picture there was this vibe about him that screamed run And at that moment, I didn't like him. Um, I very much believe that your first interaction with somebody or your first impression of somebody is the best impression that you have of this individual. Because there's no bias. There's no influences from the individual or the outside. Um... It is just your pure intuition and what your instincts and your, what their aura is giving off. And that was my impression of Blair. I can confirm that that intuition is correct. Blair is not a good person. Um, he is very much a person who only cares about money and the brand. Um, Rye, Mikey, and uh, Brooke talked about this in their video. It is very much like that. He doesn't really care about their health. Uh, <laughs> how I... Ex- how I say it is how they said it. Mikey was hurt. He didn't care. People were sick. He didn't care. They lived in a two-bedroom flat. I believe it was a two-bedroom. Um, and all five of them lived in one room. Two sets of bunk beds and one couch. Somebody was always sleeping on the floor. People got sick. Who cares? They'll be fine, right? That is his that is his overlook on stuff. Um I want to say stuff about Blair. But the issue is is Blair's also a type of person who would sue you even if he has no reason or validity behind suing you he is a person that would definitely try to ruin your image your character your career your anything that you have going for you and for me as somebody who is faceless on the internet and nobody knows my identity that is fucking scary it is scary because how do i know that he's not gonna listen to this and think well there's another person running and i'm a nobody so me thinking oh he's gonna do that to me is like oh well no he's probably not because i get an average of seven views on my podcast so i mean he has no reason to do so but then again he's that petty that he would uh so blair you're listening to this and you thought "Mm, yeah let me sue this person um i'm a law student i know the law i'm not going to say anything that is not true you can't sue me for defamation of character because anything that i say is the truth so you have to prove a multiple multitude of things in order for you to be able to sue um i'm not going to give you that So, you can go ahead and try, but I don't care. Like I said, I know 
100% Blair was made aware of the situation in which was happening inside of the fandom. And I only made him aware of it because I was scared for people's safety who went to the concerts. And I say that because I was scared not only for my friends who were going to those concerts, but the boys. And that's because there were a lot of stalkers. There were a lot of very, very abusive people, I would say. Um, I would say bullies. Uh, because I don't feel like calling a uh, minor abusive uh, is correct. But I know that he, I, he responded to me with my concerns. So I know this to be true that he knew. Um, and he probably never mentioned it to anybody he probably ignored it because, I mean, why would he listen? In his mind, he probably thought, oh, here's another American who's probably like, oh, bring the boys here. Truly, I don't think he thought it through that if people are concerned about the safety at concerts and exactly what happened like at Astro World. A situation can happen, your career is done. So if A, the boys got hurt or anybody B in the um, audience got hurt, I can guarantee you that people who were at that weren't going to go back. Um, so to make that clear, uh, Blair was made aware of what was happening and any concerns that I saw of individuals who could cause harm to other people at concerts, especially people who I sent him screenshots of, of people threatening to harm other people at concerts. If nobody was made aware of that, that was inside of a road trip, fair on you. You couldn't have known. Um, I highly doubt Blair would have ever mentioned anything like that. So this, like I said, just shows that Blair is very much irresponsible. <coughs> I'm going to go on next to Andy. Um, I don't know at this current moment how the relationships between people in the band um, and Andy are. I can say confidently that I think Andy was... I'm not going to say confidently. I believe Andy was made aware of the situation that was happening within everything. Um, but then again, I have no clue. I have no way to prove it. I don't have any evidence to support my claims that I believe Andy was made aware of any situation. He very well may have not been aware. Um, however, I have no way of proving this, but I, I remember, and I'll talk about this later, I uploaded a video uh, when I was completely done with the fandom. And I rem I can't remember if this was my memory making up something. And there's a lot of things that I know in myself are true. And things that I don't remember if that was me in my brain coming up with something to fill in the blanks or not. So I'm saying that this very well may not have happened. But in my mind, I remember Andy commenting on that video, and that's when I took down the video. It very well could have been I woke up and deleted the video because I didn't want anybody to see it. Um, 
Um, I think the next thing to talk about, um, is the issues I had with, I don't, see, this is hard because I want to talk about it from the beginning to the end, but this is a year and a half worth of information to go through. I'll say that there are good times and there are bad times in this, and the bad overrides the good. I remember things towards the beginning being much better. Um, however, my mental health was not. I'm not going to get into it. Um, I I remember getting two videos from rye and those got me through the one and a half years <laughs> truly wouldn't have made it um there was a lot of communication in group chats and i will say that i have communicated with the boys through group chats never personally um there was always attempts, never worked. Um, <laughs> and I think, and I can point out where I think the downfall of everything happened. At this point, uh, my fan account had been getting a lot of traction because the boys were noticing me. Um, by noticing me, I mean, like, Mikey, who was very active, noticed me a lot. Brooke noticed me a lot. And uh, Jack. Uh, not Jack. Rye did. Um, my main interactions with Rye were in group chats. My main interaction with Mikey was uh, through comment sections. And my main interaction with Brooke was on live streams. Um, Andy, one or two things he commented on, I think, and Jack, I genuinely don't think I ever had any interaction with him, and I also, I also think I remember him never really being active, um, so that really says something i don't know i don't know what it says but um and i think where my mistake came in and I, obviously like oh the boys are noticing you on live streams uh i remember when the downfall happened and it's also one of the best memories i have it was right before i think it was thanksgiving dinner and i have the video on my phone still um of Brooke was doing a BFF, uh, what would you call it? A BFF spree on uh, Lively, I think it was called, TikTok Live. And he had said my name, and I remember exactly what he said. He said, Rise Sunshine, BFF, love the name as well. Um, and after that, I got, like, immediately after the live stream ended, I think, like, 100 followers. Because I also posted it, him noticing me. Um, which I thought, I think, also brought in a lot of traction. But I say... That when everything started going downhill, it was right around me having around 1,500 followers. Um, which I seem to really know how to grow fan accounts. Uh, I know the algorithm. I know what works and what doesn't. Um, I just can't manage to move that over to my own personal accounts. Um 
But I started gaining a lot of traction. And when that happens, typically, if a band you follow and are a fan account for interacts with you a lot, you're going to gain a lot of followers. And a lot of people are going to message you and be like, oh, my God, can you get them to do this? Can you get them to do that? And it's just like, I don't really know the boys, but whatever. Um, my mistake was putting it in my bio how much they had interacted with me and posting when they interacted with me. Now, something that I 100% regret, and I will gladly say it, is I posted conversations from our group chats on my page. And those got a lot of traction and a lot of people asked to join the group chat. Um, This was the group chat with A, B, C, and D in it. Um, Which I'll talk about A, B, C, D, E, F, G, L, M, whatever uh, later. Um, And I regret that because in my mind, I would never do that now. If you're going to type, if there was a group of fans of me and they had a group chat and I messaged in it, I wouldn't want them posting that just anywhere. Because in my opinion, I didn't have to message you, but I did. And what I say, I would expect to be kept private. Because if I message you personally... Would you share it with everybody? I hope not. If any of the boys ever messaged me personally, which to my knowledge they never did, I would never do, I would never post it anywhere. So I don't know why I thought it was acceptable to post screenshots of them interacting with me in the group chat. Um, and I remember... That's when I started gaining a lot of traction. I think towards the end of my account, I had close to 3,000 followers. Um, If anybody's going to go and try to look for these accounts, by the way, love to see Zach Smile is no longer up. I remember taking that down. Um, Rise Sunshine is no longer available. I remember taking that down. Um, So, none of these are up. There's no reason to look for it. Just stating that. Um, That's why I don't have any screenshots. I don't have anything from this. Any uh, message logs. um, Because the accounts no longer exist. Um, So, there's that. (coughs) But... That really gained a lot of traction, and I think because the other people that were in the group chat, and I don't know, I can't say this for sure, they kind of got a little jealous because I was the last person, or a little angry, I'm not going to say jealous, probably a little angry that me, somebody who has been following them for like a year, compared to C, who I knew had been following Andy since the beginning of his career, Um, I feel like C kind of got jealous or angry that I was getting more attention from Road Trip than they were. Um, to be fair, yeah, I would be a little jealous. Like, hey, I've been following this individual for so long and you just joined and you're getting way more attention way more followers. I don't understand it. And I mean, if that is true, I'm sorry. I didn't mean for it to happen. Um, But I remember the turn of everything was a joke that happened in the group chat. And this is towards the end of my count where I (laughs) road uh, road trip followed B and B added road trip to 
the group chat. Now, if you don't know how Instagram group chats work, or at least used to work, if an individual is following you and you're following them and you add them into a group chat, it automatically accepts the request. So basically, if you if you're not following somebody and they add you into a group chat, it goes into your request box where you have to decline or accept. And if you are following that individual, it automatically accepts it and it doesn't go into your request box. So B was followed by road trip. So B added road trip into the group chat, automatically accepted it. Um, and that's how the messages were taking place in the group chat. Eventually, there was a joke in which I sent a uh, story from Road Trip's account to the group chat saying, and I remember exactly what I said because I still have the screenshot. I, I have the edit, not the screenshot. OMG, Rye, marry me. Now, I will say, coming from a 16-year-old towards, like, I believe a 21-year-old, not really the thing to say. Um, but he messaged back right after saying something along the lines of, ha ha, yeah, okay. Something along those lines. And we joked about it of, oh my god, Ryan, I am married. And I posted the screenshot i posted an edit and then i put it in my bio saying right and i married blah 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 date right worst mistake because that's when rye girls really got angry don't know why probably because i stole their man in their minds um but i now know that at that point, around that point, um, that is when C started uh, going out and saying a lot of things about me that were not true. Um, and I want to say maybe a month after that, um, I really started leaning towards Jack. And really finding an interest in Jack's voice in particular, I couldn't point it out. I couldn't point anything out about it. But something about Jack was drawing my interest. And something that I remember was you do not switch lanes when it comes to the roadies fandom. Why? Don't know. I couldn't figure it out for you. But they didn't like that. And I think this is at a point in which the individual C uh, really started to stir the pot with some things. Um, I had um, how do I want to explain this without it being, I don't know how I'm going to explain this. Um, I'm going to explain it this way. So towards the end of my account, I post, I started making video edits because that what is what drawed my interest. It still draws my interest. That's why I do what I do now. I'm very I'm a very creative person. I had always written poems to Rye. Um, I still have those poems. Some of them are published. One in particular actually <clears throat> got published in a poetry book. Um, and in that book, Rye, if you would like it, I have two copies of it. It's dedicated to you. It, it has it in there that it is dedicated to you. Because I wrote it for you. So, Rye, if you would like a poetry book, because I believe you are very interested in poetry, um, if I remember correctly, I have a poetry book. If you would like it, I'll gladly give it to you. If you would like to see that poem, I will gladly show it to you. Um, 
<clears throat> but I was mixing up me writing poems for Rye and video edits. And the very last edit that I ever posted, somebody came at me and said that I stole their edit. And if anybody knows me personally, you know that I do not do good when people say that I stole something. Uh, or that I played dry something or anything like that because I work very, very hard for my content. I work very, very hard for my individuality. And when somebody accuses me of stealing shit from them, that makes me angry because I know that I worked hard for my stuff. So somebody accused me of stealing their edit, but not the edit itself. They accused me of taking their concept now it was a popular edit at this a popular edit uh audio at this time um <clears throat> and i used that audio i also was using different editing types um editing styles and this one in particular by the way the edit Theirs was about Andy. Mine was of Rye. Um, similar styles. I had never done that style before. I didn't even know who they are. Um, they just accused me of stealing their uh, edit. Wasn't even like their edit. Whatever. I mean, they could say whatever they want. I didn't steal their edit. Um... And I said some things to them that I regret, yes. I said things along the lines of, why would I steal an edit from you? That makes no sense. Actually, I didn't even say anything bad. I just said, I don't understand why you would think that I would steal somebody or steal an edit from somebody like you. Like, there's no point. And I also don't steal edits. Nor do I steal my poetry, nor do I steal anything that I do. Um, and then they made it slip that C said that I sent their edit in their group chat. So I obviously knew who they were. And I knew damn well, never have seen their edits before. I've never seen their account, didn't even know who they were. So C was talking behind my back about things and i later found out which you know there's that saying that every single group chat full of friends always has a separate group chat minus that one person who that separate group chat talks about um if you are in a group chat with your friends and you are not in a separate group chat with those exact people minus one person you are that person that they talk about in that other group chat make that very very clear you are that person that they talk about in that other group chat because there was another group chat and they were saying things in that group chat about me which now that i know that i no longer join group chats because screw that why why like i don't understand so no i'm not gonna do that i'm not joining group chats anymore because of that but i that entire situation happened and i was like i have never done that i can scroll through the group chat if you would like i have never done that and this was at a breaking point for me because i was at my wits end um and at that point i said you know what you can believe what you want to believe goodbye and i blocked the individual and i deleted all of my edits and i went and I left the group chat and I left every single thing and I went out to my mom's car and I made a video and that video was me expressing how angry I was with the fandom and how toxic the fandom was and how i will never understand how people can be so rude 
that I worked very hard for my stuff. I worked very hard for my platform. And I don't understand why people think that they have the audacity to say things behind people's backs. Um, I uploaded that video to my YouTube channel, which I also post posted uh, reactions to road trips, uh, music videos, and um, vlogs. So I knew from them including me in a video that is no longer up that they did watch my videos. Um, and it, I knew that there was a chance that they could see it. And I knew Andy mainly watched my videos. So that's where the, that happened. And that's that video that I said I think Andy commented on. I don't remember exactly. Um, that video was taken down the next morning. I That happened on a Sunday. I didn't go to school on that Monday. I remember that because that was my last absence that I was allowed to have. Um, and I stopped following everybody. I later found out the everything through another friend uh, that was in that group chat. Uh, A ended up telling me everything um, that... C was going around and telling people, uh, and some things were coming from B. Um, I don't know exactly what information came from C and what information came from B. Not that it matters because you don't know who A, uh, you don't know who B or C is, so it doesn't really matter what came from who. Um, but the accusations or the things that they said about me were A, I was stealing people's edits. Um, I was, um, flirting with the boys i was obsessed with the boys um which i mean pretty brave coming from you considering you also have a fan account i mean <laughs> you can't really like it's pretty brave of me to say hey like yeah y'all had stalkers that i'm sure you were very aware of um the biggest one that i remember and i will never forget is C. I know C said this because there was a screenshot that I was sent that C was saying that I was in a relationship with Jack Duff. Now, I was 15, 16 at this time. Jack was like 18, 19. And I mean, realistically, uh, here in the United States, there is something called Romeo and Juliet laws. And it basically is anybody who is above the age of 18 can date anybody four years younger than them if that person is a minor. Except it stops at 16 years old. So anybody who is younger than 16, that does not apply to. Um, if I was 16 at that time and Jack was 18 or 19, hold on, let me do the math, 18. 17, 16, that would have been fine. Um, there wouldn't have been an issue. But here's the entirety of this issue. It was all made up. I never had a relationship with Jack Duff. I never would have a relationship with Jack Duff. And I'd never intend to have a relationship with Jack Duff. Right? There was no reason for her to go and say this stuff. But it was said. So, um... If anybody ever heard that and thought, oh, it never happened. It never will happen. It never, ever remotely happened. It's just the idea that this, that C thought that it was okay to say something like that. And on my end, I saw it as the full picture on their end. I'm sure it was just, hey, we're going to ruin this person's credibility. We're going to ruin everything about this individual. But little did you know, see, it, you probably, if you're listening to this, you would know who you are. 
little did you know that that wasn't only hurting me that if that got out and went very big that would also ruin jack could you imagine that like you're not hurting me at all like great i can delete my account nobody knows who i am but that would hurt jack and there's nothing you can fucking do about that which is crazy because it's obvious that you didn't realize that that would also affect another person's career who in which could not just delete an account and say goodbye no they have an entire career that they're doing you obviously didn't think that through and i don't know why it was just something that they decided to do honestly pretty stupid but i mean if you're gonna own up for stuff own up to it i never did i never had a relationship with jack duff never even close to having one um never even said anything close to that um pretty crazy uh again i don't know why that would have been said no reason why that would have been said um so yeah moving on from that um i'm gonna talk about some people who i know were very uh obsessive and stalkerish and i'm not gonna say any names but there were individuals in which were very creepy and possessive possessive is that word that i want to use um two people in particular i don't know how close they were to the boys i'm pretty sure they made up everything i can't trust anything that came out of their mouth um because they were quite literally crazy um and i say that in a nice way not in a mean way um i say that because in a text uh dm on uh, instagram their direct words were you don't want to mess with me i am crazy um so to be fair didn't mess with them um i know for a fact that there was a boy who was very very crazy um i'm not gonna say what i was about to say because that is identif that literally will identify them in a heartbeat um and i also am not gonna say the gender because that will also actually me saying that uh, says exactly what gender it is he was very much crazy about rye and he was not very nice about some things as um for example, me saying, Ryan and I married on blah, 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 blah. They didn't like that. He didn't like that. Um, and he made it very obvious that he didn't like that. Um, so it was noted uh, to avoid them. Um, but yeah. I, I can't think of anything else to say. I don't know if Rye, Mikey, Brooke, Jack were ever made aware of the situation in which was happening inside of the fandom within the fan accounts. But I do know that they were very active. So, truth be told, they could have. But I will never know that. And I don't think anybody will ever know that. Um, some other memories that just popped into my head one time with B um, in a live stream. Brooke came in and laughed at one of my jokes. Scared the living poo out of me. Um, yeah, I don't know. My throat's starting to hurt at this point. <laughs> uh I don't think I have anything else to say. It was just a very, very bad time. and It was a very toxic environment to be in. And I want that to be very clear. And in the end, road trip didn't work out. And you know what? That's fine. I firmly believe that in order for a band or 
artist to succeed, you need to have two things. A good manager, in which they didn't have, and a very brought-together, supportive fan base, in which they also didn't have, in my opinion. So they were doomed to fail, no matter how much they worked. And that's sad to say because they were very, very successful, uh, very, very talented. Um, but there, it was just never. The management itself made it so they were never going to su- succeed. And that's very sad. Them themselves, I'm sure they will be very, very successful. And there's no, no question about that. Um It's just sad to see that I feel like they were doomed to never be able to succeed, in my opinion. Which I always wished, I always wish everybody the best, and I wish every single person in that band the best. Um. So yeah, I I think I'm gonna leave it at this. Um. Again. I'm not putting any blame on anybody except Blair for Blair and the Andy fan accounts. <laughs> um, that's all. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening. If you got this far <laughs> so far, I think this episode is like a good hour, hour and 20 minutes long. Um, Yeah, I really appreciate it if you listen this far. If you yourself were ever a fan of Road Trip or had any fan accounts and you would like to share your story, you can message me on any of my social medias. Uh, I go by Bumbly, Bumbly, Babbling B Live. So that's B A B B L I N G B E E L I V E. Um, Babbling be live on pretty much everything. Um, so yeah. I will gladly share your story. If you want to hear anything else, I could. If you're one of the road trip boys, Rye and uh Mikey, Jack, Sony, Harper, um, maybe not Harper or Andy. Um, I know Harper is still managed by Blair, so I highly doubt you would ever want to do that. Um I'll gladly um, do another episode. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed. Um, Bye-bye.